are listening to the third season of the Co-Production Podcast. My name is Domenico and we are still uh, recording this episode sponsored by Eurimage and uh, produced by Cineropa. Uh, today we are talking about the co-production of Living Large, a film directed by Kristina Dufkova. And to speak about this collaboration between the Czech Republic, Slovakia and France, I have the pleasure to welcome the three co-producers of the project today. Welcome, guys. Um, we will start right away with you, Matej. You are in Czech Republic. And uh, can you please introduce yourself and your production company? Hello. Uh, so I'm Matej. I'm from Barletta Production, which is the Czech producer of the film Living Large. Well, I run Barletta for 12 years right now. Uh, we are, I suppose, one of the leading companies in the Czech Republic because we produce feature films, documentary series, and we work with partners like Czech Television, Voyo, HBO, Canal Plus, etc. We currently work on numerous TV series, and the approach is our first animated project ever created in our production. Thank you. Also with us today, we have Agata. You are in Slovakia and you are representing your uh, company, Novinsky. Hello, I'm Agata. I'm from Bratislava, from Slovakia. I'm representing the, the company named Novinsky, which was established by a music composer, Michal Novinsky, so uh, in 2005. So for a long time, we were focused uh, mainly on uh, music composition and music uh, production. But in 2014, we started also with the mo uh, movie production. And also, as uh, Matej, um, this is our first uh, feature in animation. We did some short uh, animated movies, but this is really the first one, first experience. And last but not least, we also have Mark, uh, live from Trends. Hello, Mark. Hello, I'm uh, Mark Frag, the owner of uh, Novanima Production. I'm uh, the French co-producer of uh, Living Large. Uh, It's also our first and mid feature films. Um, so we, we do several, uh, we do, we have produced about 30 animated short films and uh, have been uh, shown in various festivals in France and uh, abroad. Uh, for example, Maju Boss was selected at the Sundance Film Festival. Under Your Finger was uh, shortlist for the Oscar and uh, That's Real Good was uh, at the NC Film Festival in 2022. So we have um, um, experience in co-production with uh, uh, different countries. So uh, and we are very happy to be part of Kristina uh, Duskova team and uh, to co-produce with uh, Agatha and Mate um, our first animated, animated feature film. Okay, great. So it's a first for everyone in a sense. So that's uh, that's interesting. Mate, can you tell us a little bit about Living Large? What is the what is the story about? Of course. So uh, Living Large, it's a drama slash comedy, but it's more of a drama. And it's about a boy, Ben, who is 12 years old and he's just hit puberty. And his weight is suddenly a problem because he gets bigger and bigger. And for him and for everyone else, it's a kind of a disturbing issue because the other kids bully him. His divorced parents don't know what to do with him. And even the school nurse is afraid of him. So despite his love of food and his emerging talent as a chef, because he loves to cook, Ben decides to take drastic actions and he goes on a diet, a drastic one. 
maybe that can turn things around, he thinks. And even when the heart of Clara, who is a girl from his classroom, he falls in love with. But like after all of this, he tries to do, he finally realizes that what truly matters isn't how you look, but how you feel, of course. So it should feel uh, very educative in a way, and it should reflect current issues that kids have in school and in life. So the first time I heard about the project was uh, a cartoon movie. Um, how did the, the project start? I mean, how did you guys meet? And also, where is the idea coming from? Can you tell us a little bit about the genesis of the project? First you, Matei, and then let's see with the others. The project started with Christina, the director, coming in with the book, saying, this is something I read to my daughter when she falls asleep. You know, every time before she falls asleep, I read it as a as a, like just a few pages, you know, and she loves it. So I would love to do a film from it. And back in the day, her daughter was, I think, like seven or eight. And now her daughter is 18 or 19. So, of course, this describes the whole procedure of an animated film perfectly. You know, you start doing it for your kid and basically you end up doing it for yourself because your kids grow older and older. You just, you know, still on the film in the production. So this was something that Christina brought in and she told us, me and Agatha, this is a French book, you know, I would love to buy rights for it. And back in the day, we had a uh, like development producer who was on the project and she started working on it with Agatha, who I met when we were trying to get this project produced. And then Mark came in. Agatha, what was, uh, what was interesting for you in that project? What was the first hook? The truth is that uh, Christina actually didn't ask me for as a co-producer, but she asked uh, Michal Nowinski as a music composer, and we loved it, the project so much that we immediately say, okay, we just really love the story. We love how the, it's the first uh, Christina's feature film as well. So we are kind of, uh, all of us are beginners and decided to do this huge film for us. So, uh, and we really loved it. We really liked the story and we loved the project. So we started to, to focus on, uh, on the pro uh, producing as well. And um, I was the one who, uh, who found Mark because uh, I'm, pro I'm producing a, a short movie, a short animated movie. And during the corona, I was part of the Euroconnection of the Clermont Ferrand. And um, it was really complicated because it was not face-to-face. -face. It was everything online and we have to produce a, a short pitching video. And Mark, uh, his company was the first company who applied and he wanted to co-produce co the film. And um, there were several other uh, uh, production companies, but I just had this feeling that Mark is the one who should we work, uh, that we should work with. And in the end, I, I suggested <laughs> that um, maybe he could be interested in this movie as well. It was uh, it was uh, also we had this intention to do it because the 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 story is based on a French book. It's uh, Living Large is a it's a it's a French book. So we thought it would be really nice to have a French co-producer. And I met Mark and I said, okay, I have this movie and I really need a French co-producer. So let's start to speak about it. So that's how we met and we went to Bordeaux together and it was really fun. And I think we did a good choice. And Mark, did you know the book before this project came to you? I heard about it, but um, when I, I first I read the book and after I read the, the script. It's important to mention that it's, it's, a, it's a children's book. It's, uh, it's not like a novel or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I feel uh, it's also a story about feelings. It means um, I totally agree with uh, Agatha's uh, uh, feelings that um, when I uh, read the, the script and the book and when I uh, met the, the team of uh, Christina teams, I feel a, a strong uh, emotional power energy behind the project. So I want to be part of, uh, of it and... Uh, so that's why we we do several meetings in uh, in France and in uh, Czech Republic, and uh, so uh, we are really happy to be uh, to be on board. So I'm just mentioning that that the book is called its original title is called La Vie en Gros. It's a book uh, written by uh, Michael Olivier. Um, the, um, how did you work? Because the the book is the book. The story is probably more concise than the one uh, that uh, you have in the film. So how did you develop the script out of such um, a tiny piece of material? Because you had to expand a lot. We, we did expand a lot. Uh, what's amazing is that we have a three writers on board of this project. Uh, it originally started with Bara Drevikovska, which was... Uh, like book author also, and this was her first script for a film. So she originally created the first draft. And then Anna Vashova, who is also the dramaturgist on this one, and Petr Jarkovsky, who is the final author of the script, came on board and just cooperated in a way. And, you know, first started and the second followed. And then Peter came in and just finalized the whole thing and edited some things there. What was also interesting was that Christina and Bara originally co-worked with the uh, author of the book, Michael Olivier, who came to Prague to see them and they discussed the book and, you know, decided on what to expand and what are the characters with most space. And he also shared his notes to the book, like in terms of, for example, Eric, the friend of Ben's, you know, he felt there is a room to explore. So, so he just, you know, put down some notes and Christina and Bara, they were able to expand the story of Eric more. And this was followed by more and more notes. And somehow we created this richer and more entertaining world than is in the book, because the book itself, of course, works perfectly, but it works on this like much smaller scale and it's narrated towards uh, smaller children than we decided to have as an audience for this film, because we decided it's not only for children from like uh, age to 12, but it can connect to people who are older, that to kids, you know, who are becoming teenagers and to teenagers who are becoming adults because this is a film that describes the moment when we are somewhere in between. So, so that's something we wanted to explore much more, and that's something we did in collaboration with the original author of the book and also our three white writers. And because of the process that took several, um, was it years? Uh, I, I guess it was years to develop. Um, how did you manage to finance that development? Did it come from your own uh, uh, investment or did you manage to, to secure some funding for the development of the script? Well, I'll, I'll start with the Czech side, but we had a lot of funds from like both France and Slovakia also. Uh, basically how it works in the Czech Republic, we don't have any more funds than the state film fund, which means like when you want to develop something, you just apply to the state film fund and either you are successful or you're not, and you have to finance it by yourself. Uh, we did both. We got the support from the State Film Fund in 2014, which is almost like nine years now. And we also put some of our own money into the process because we needed to develop it for 
more time, you know, we wanted to spend more money on the scripts and also on the book rights and everything. And as it happens with the animated films, you always need to start earlier than in the pre-production phase with the whole like uh, art department, meaning like you are exploring the visual style, you are starting to develop the puppets, you are start starting to draw some sketches for the sets, etc. Uh, what was amazing was that Christina, the director, is also the main art director slash production designer or the whole person behind it all, meaning like she was the one being able to describe what she needs and being able to somehow like uh, uh, describe it, the, the whole thing. So, so we were pretty successful in securing all needed finances from the Czech Republic, but what we needed the most was the collaboration from Slovakia and France. Yes, then uh, what is important to mention, we received also uh, uh, Euromedia support, Media Europe support, so that was a really uh, big support for our project. The situation in Slovakia is very similar than in Czech Republic, so we have only one uh, um, state fund that uh, we applied for. Um, it was, uh, I think, three years later than it started in, in Czech Republic. And uh, so the, the, the development was much more advanced. We received support for the animatic, which, which we believe is really, really important. And the truth is that uh, for a long time, we believed with Mate that uh, we can keep it as a Czechoslovak production that we would like to because all of the Western countries, we just have this feeling they're too expensive for us, that the, the price levers are too high and and it's then too complicated but uh, at the end um, also because of the book of the of the french author we decided okay it's important to to uh have a french co-producer and uh, then we asked uh, mark but he actually came to the project a little bit later so he was not part of the main development uh, but he started a little bit um in a, in the process in a time later and Mark, um, when you arrived on the project, what was the, the first uh, uh, stop for financing it? Where, where did you apply first? You apply first uh, with our uh, region, um, Nouvelle-Aquitaine region, the place where uh, we, uh, we meet together in cartoon movie. Uh, so uh, we uh, we have the support of uh, uh, Nouvelle-Aquitaine for uh, um, as a step of uh, development development stage and also for pro production uh, uh, stage. So it means that um, for the development stage, we we uh, it, it was very helpful uh, to. Uh, to um, to to do some tests for 2D animation and to uh, to have an, an idea to uh, to to uh, to plan the, the the a good timeline production for for uh, the uh, the 2D animation parts of the film and um what is the? I, I forgot to ask. What was the budget of the film? Maybe Matei, you can you can tell us that. Yeah, the, the budget is uh, for the European scale is pretty low. It's two point five million euros, which is something that's totally fine for us. <laughs> but uh, every time we pitch the project and everybody asks us what the budget is, we say the number, and they are like, "Are you sure you are able to deliver the film?" <laughs> and we are like, "Of course." <laughs> 
It's, it's really fun because we started at 1.6. That was the first budget that we had. And we just believed that we can do this in 1.6. So it was tra- kind of raising, raising, and we, we hopefully end at 2.6. And with the budget so low, it's still quite impressive, the amount of money that you got from Eurimage. Uh, can you tell us how much you got? Yes, we got 393,000 euros for the project, which equals to like 15% of the total budget. And what was the impact of that fund? Uh, I guess without Eurimage, the project would not be the same. So uh, can you tell us um, what is the impact of that money on the, the whole uh, plan? I think like I can talk only for my side, but uh, the impact was the same for all of us, huge, because like without Eurimage, I think it would be, I don't want to say impossible, but pretty problematic to finish the film because uh, we use the money also for the part of the production, which is now running, and we need the money mostly for the biggest part of post-production. Because what's tricky about this project is that it's all in camera. We build the sets, we build also the backgrounds, we paint the backgrounds. It's everything in the camera. But what's problematic is that every puppet has these lines around its mouth. And as we are changing the mouths because of the dialogue, we are keeping the lines in every shot. So it's very VFX heavy because you need to retouch and clean every puppet in every frame, which creates a problematic and tough post-production process, which is very expensive and we need to spend the money on it mostly. Uh, Mark, a cartoon movie is happening in France. Uh, it's, a, it's a big institution for animation in Europe. Um, what... What impact uh, that marketplace had on the project? So, if I if I'm not mistaken, is this where you you came across the project, or uh, so you joined the project in Khartoum? No, I, I joined the project in um, Clermont Film Festival, and after we we have a several meeting uh, during a uh, uh, Corona crisis uh, at distance, uh, and uh, after we we met uh, together in a cartoon movie when. Uh, uh, so um, uh, during the, the cartoon movie, we have the chance to to have on board uh, new partners. It means um, our French distributor for theater, uh, Les Films du Préau, Emmanuel Chevalier, and um, also we 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 found um, a wide bunch international sales. So it means for us, it was um, a, a, a big uh, sweet to secure our budget. And also um, to 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 find a good synergy be, between us to uh, find a good strategy or to split work between t- three countries, and um, and after uh, to to find a good balance uh, between uh, between us to, to to find a good way to to produce uh, Christina Dovkova uh, movies. And um, Agatha, you mentioned before that your company was uh, mostly specialized in, in music, in uh, musical projects. And uh, in a way, this project is not different. You already mentioned that uh, music is a big part of it. Um, can, you, can you tell us what, what is that part uh, in the film? How did you treat it, the, the music? Is it just a score or is it also a musical? It's not a musical, but the main uh, main uh, character Ben, he is he really loves to cook. But then also he's got a band. He's a he's a singer of a band, and he loves to 
compose songs about food that because that's what he understands so uh it's really important to have the songs before we start the the production of the animation so we really need to work on the on the songs because the puppets kind of need to it's like a normal normal movies but that's what we really need to do and uh when it's going to be finished we of course will do the the music for the whole movie but uh, first what was important to do the songs and what what is the status of the film now it's uh it, it, we are aiming to finish the production by the end of july which means we are pretty there we have like 55 minutes out of 75 or 80 shot so so we are nearing the end and what are the next steps uh, for the film are you aiming um festivals or mostly animation film uh, festivals what's interesting about the film uh, like when i go back to every mark support and to carton movie and to agata saying we started at the budget of 1.6 we are still growing you know because as it's the first time for all of us in terms of the animated project we started somewhere and with every experience with every prestige support as every match you know as media we are growing in terms of uh, the whole thing we are expanding and with wild bunch on board with the sales agent we were pretty successful to create the festival strategy and we were successful to also do some sales in advance of the finished film which is like for me for a young producer coming out from live action films where you are like literally unable to sell a film to some country before it's shot you know this is a new and amazing experience for us so so currently we know about some countries that are going to release our film apart from Czech Republic Slovakia and France and we are also aiming to have a festival premiere on one of the prestigious festivals i probably cannot talk about it right now because that's wild bunch strategy and they are working on that currently but uh, yeah i think we we are in good hands with them what you just said comparing your experience with the with live action feature films is that because it's an animated film just by showing samples and just by showing uh, uh, the unique selling points of the of the animation you are able to already to project yourself and to sell the film uh, in, in an easier way would you confirm that I think so it's also about the audience that when you show the samples some examples and when you send the script people are much more convinced you are going to deliver what you are promising in terms of the live action film you are still somewhere out there and you are just trying to reach the point of what you promised but the guarantees are not really there you know so with animated film i think people are more convinced and more into it into buying and supporting you throughout the whole journey and also like the audience that's something i mentioned and it's something that's really important for the distributors that uh, when it's animated even though when the target isn't really kids you can promote it that way and uh, animated film when it's not something super dark which we are not i suppose and i think uh, you can always promote it for kids as well i mean like our film can be enjoyed by kids and teenage and adult also It's already time to conclude this conversation. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please subscribe to the Co-Production podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. We are uh, everywhere, so just choose your favorite platform. I want to thank Creative Europe again uh, for supporting Cineropa over the years and of course Eurimage for backing up this program for the third season in a row. 
And of course, Matei, Agata, and Mark, thank you very much for accepting to be our guests today. We are really looking forward to watch Living Large. I hope we won't have to to wait so long uh, anymore to to have the chance to see that film in a festival or in a theater uh, in uh, our respective uh, countries. Please keep collaborating. It seems the collaboration is working quite well, even for a premiere. So I hope there will be many other opportunities for you to make films together and for us to enjoy. Bye-bye.